Welcome once again to Rhythm Electric, the John Cairns Music Podcast. In this episode, Zara Larson chooses her favourite three albums of all time. And we start with Beyonce, B-Day. So when I was thinking about my top three albums, I felt like it was a really, really hard task. Um, A little bit easier than three favourite songs ever because you get some more variety. Um, But I also felt like, what are the three albums I've listened to the most? And that really just kind of created a soundtrack for my life or a moment in time where I was doing whatever I was doing. So when B-Day came out, that was actually really the first time I completely fell in love with Beyonce as an artist, as a performer, like that was the moment where she became my number one idol. Actually, the only idol that I've really had where I became obsessed. And I think a big part of that was the fact that she had a visual album with B-Day. And I will play that over and over and over and over and over again. I love the live like instruments and the elements. There's a lot of brass in it. There is, uh, there's highs and there's lows. Resentment is one of my absolute favorite tracks of her where she really just, ooh, like I felt that in my little like eight-year-old body or, you know, I was just like, oh, I I didn't really know what she was singing about, but I felt it. I felt like all of these songs that was on there have just been timeless for me. I still have them in my playlist. They just sound fresh. It's been my favorite. And I, you know, she's released so many amazing albums since, but that one for me will just be special because I feel like it changed me and it changed the way I saw music. I mean, the incredible thing about that album too, I mean, it's it's almost like 18 years old at this stage, which is amazing. But I think when she was recording that album, it was a very interesting thing because there were like lots of producers in different studios at the same time in a studio complex. You probably know mm. this Dark Child on there, Swiss Beats. Yeah. And- and there was almost this like competition between studios in the complex. Yeah, where Beyonce I love would that. put her head around the door and go, right, how's this one going? You know? Amazing. Yeah. Oh, I love that. I love the little the little competition because, you know, maybe at the end of the week or at the end of these two weeks, we're all gonna play it for each other and we're all gonna see like who did the best song. And I feel like it does create like a bit a bit of a you're in this bubble and everyone's just trying to do their best work. And that's how I found Lush Life from like a writing camp. And it just stood out. And I was like, yeah, this is it. Like all the writers, all the producers were in the room. We were all playing each other the songs that we have done over the week. And it was just so obvious that it was like, these are the good songs. And that's that these are the guys who made it. And it just creates this little like, ooh, you know, I love it. The thing is, too, I, I find with, with B-Day is that when you've got so many producers on a record, it, it could be quite easy or easy to fall into a trap. And it sounds very sort of different, too different almost. But that mm. album manages to have a feel that sounds it does, throughout, doesn't it? It really does. Mm. Um, I think maybe they've had so many songs to pick from and then they just made these songs come together and make sense. Um, I think it's very... It's she's really singing on this um, on this album, even though I feel like the majority of the songs are very upbeat, up tempo and like very dance friendly and show uh, show friendly. Like you want to see them live and they sound amazing live. They sound amazing with live instruments and it really just makes them 
bigger. Yeah, if she released this today, like I said earlier, it's so timeless for me. It would have sounded just as fresh. It's got that feel about it, definitely. No, it, it's yeah. a superb album. And it's an obvious track, but Deja Vu is probably my favourite on there, even for the baseline. I know, I was just thinking about that track. Moving on to your second choice. Now, this is a bit of a cheat one because it's the greatest I hit. know. I get that. But, <laughs> but having said that, I suppose if you're a singer... I mean, this is something yeah. that's part I mean, you know, as someone who plays guitar, I look at Nile Rodgers and I look at Carlos Santana and I think, well, that is what you have to aspire to. So as a singer, yeah. Whitney Houston must be the ultimate, yeah? She's the voice. She's the voice. Yeah. The way that she has this emotion and soul, but still such a clear, like crystal clear, beautiful voice. It just pierces through any track she sings on but it's also it's like deep and and so she just has everything in her voice and it's so clear that she grew up singing I mean I listened to she just released not too long ago I think two or three songs um gospel songs from like before she blew up and she was I think 16 or 17 on those tracks yeah and just listening to that it's just like wow I mean she just had it she just always had it some people are just born with that and Whitney was born with it but also because she was doing it all the time I think she was singing in church. She was singing with her family. She was just um, perfecting that voice of hers. But she, that's just something you are gifted with, you know? Yeah. And uh, growing up, like listening to that, you can't really aspire to become anything better than Whitney. So for a vocalist, for someone who loves to listen to, especially women with big voices, I mean, she's it. She is it. And I did cheat. I did cheat uh, because I picked like greatest hits. <laughs> but that yeah. album was, I I think I probably played it more than I played B-Day. Uh, it was also back in the days, you know, when you will go to the actual record store and you will buy a CD, like a physical CD. And um, I was, first of all, just captivated by the album cover because I remember it's shot by David LaChapelle. She's on this like in this room that's kind of filled with plaques and she's hanging it up and she looks so happy. She looks radiant. And it's a double CD because obviously Whitney needs a double CD with her best yeah. hits. I mean, it's all the songs that we love from her. I Will Always Love You, which she just took to new levels from Dolly Parton, which I also love, I have to say, Dolly's version. Because you've cheated, I'm going to actually <laughs> pin you down to one song. If you're allowed okay. one song on that okay. album. Oh, it could be Greatest Love of All for mm. me. Okay. It's so beautiful. Um, it's also what made me that song I had like personally to me it made me um I wanted to sing that song so bad I auditioned for the Sweden's Got Talent with that song because it was my favorite and it did me really well because I won so um I was 10 and I obviously didn't sing as well as Britney I mean Whitney sorry (laughs) there's a slip (laughs) there's a little slip there all the all the pop girlies, but no Whitney. I didn't sing as well as uh, Whitney, but I I was channeling like her. No, no, like I just she just really inspired me to go on and just sing. 
So, um, and it's such a beautiful message. It's a really beautiful lyric. And it's so cute, you know, seeing when I look back at that and I'm 10 years old and you sing about how the children are the future and just like having the greatest love of all. It's hard. It's so hard. But I'm going to say today it's greatest love of all. No, I can understand that. It's got a special place in your heart, that song, because it served you very well, didn't it? So that's it. It did. Yeah. So if we move on to the third and final choice, this is a very interesting choice as well, I think. (laughs) And it's not as obvious as the Whitney one, but no. Jay Huss. And Common Sense, I remember when this album came out, I put it on and the title track really blew me away. It, it did. It really did. And I also love the production of it. Mm. Um, I know J5 produced most of it. And just yeah. the way he makes a sound fresh and like organic in this, I feel like he, he, he mixes a lot of influences there's some afro beats there's some you know uk sounds there's some um it's a little poppy it's a little hip-hop it's a little like and the way it just comes together mm-hmm. makes it sound kind of like nothing else so i figured like them two j5 and j Hus together just created like a new sound on the uk scene i felt like and um you know, did you see was obviously a, a really big hit and it just yeah. put him on the map. And um, that song and the whole album just have gone warm in my in my headphones. Every single track on there. I absolutely love every single feature. I absolutely love. And I think um, I'm not the only one who feel that way. Like the whole of UK and the world just kind of fell in love with Jay has at that moment because he was different and he was he has this like cheekiness and kind of he's having fun with it. But also, mm. yeah, it's it's really the instruments and the production, I think, that really made this album stand out for me. I think another song that really stands out for me on that album is Leave Me. You know, um, mm. like so much of the record, the drums and percussion really, really stand out for me. I mean, the drums alone are incredibly well produced. Amazing. Amazing. And uh, yeah, it's not really something that I listen to and feel like, oh, this is exactly what I want to do. But I don't think, you know, music, obviously, I'm very inspired by a lot of things. But sometimes music, music could just make you feel good or make you feel like you are being related to or make you feel like you want to dance or you want whatever it is like it just takes you to a place where you feel good before I go out like that's what I want to listen to when when I'm on my way somewhere that's what I want to listen to like it just it's groovy it's fresh and it's like it's it's incredibly well made it really is I think what it also did was, I mean, it's a very London sound, but that album kind yeah. of professionalized it as well. It, it, it opened it right out, I think, didn't it? Mm. London is such a melting pot of different sounds and uh, the way like you can mix things and make, make it come out just sounding like that. I think it's it's really cool. Zara, thank you so much for coming on the podcast. It's been a pleasure, thank as you. always, you know? Yeah, yes. Thank you so much for having me. Mm-hmm.